Hey, this is Valerie Barkley with Throwing Punches. This is podcast number three. On the last podcast, we talked about worrying and how the disciples didn't trust that Jesus was in control as they were on a boat and a storm was coming. They wondered why Jesus was just sleeping and not doing something, like maybe stopping the storm. But just because the disciples didn't see him taking any action doesn't mean that he wasn't in control. It says in Psalm 33:4, For the word of the Lord holds true, and we can trust everything he does. Everything? I struggle with this sometimes. I was recently reading my notes from my pastor sermon, and I knew I needed some encouragement from the word. I was really appreciating what I had written from what he had said. There were some really good truths that I knew I needed to stop and hear. God is our super rescuer, I wrote. And then the thoughts came. Clear my phone storage, move table, go to Sam's. Instead of just listening and letting God be in control, I was already thinking about what I needed to do for the day. It's just something that I struggle with. I am very task-oriented. Now, this does not mean that I always get a ton of stuff done. No. (laughs) My thoughts are just consuming of what I need to do. I just sometimes believe that I have to hold on to my to-do list. I really struggle, friends. You know, there is this great song you may have heard of. It's called Jesus Take the Wheel by Carrie Underwood. And I really love the song. But sometimes it's just not my jam. Jesus Take the Wheel? Uh, Sorry, I like to be in control and to steer the wheel myself. Like I said, it's difficult for me. At times, I don't ask Jesus to take the wheel. And I just have to hold on to that steering wheel so much that my my knuckles are grasping it so tight that my knuckles are white. I, at times, am fearful that God won't take the action that I know, haha, yes, bossing Jesus again, here I go, needs to be taken so that I take my own action. It's interesting that any time I feel like I need to take control, I'm anxious or I'm fearful. It's me trusting in myself instead of trusting in God. Now, there is a great example of this in the Bible in Genesis 16, 1 through 4. The gal's name who decides to take control, I can relate to. Her name is Sarah. Now it says in Genesis 16, 1 through 4, Now Sarah, Abram's wife, had borne him no children, but she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So she said to Abram, The Lord has kept me from having children. Go sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abram agreed to what Sarah said. So after Abram had been living in Canaan ten years, Sarah, his wife, took her Egyptian slave, Hagar, and gave her to her husband to be her wife. He slept with Hagar, and she conceived. Well, this may be an extreme example, 
of taking control. But really, it's no different than mine. Sarah wanted children, and she had none. Instead of trusting God's plan, she made her own to get what she wanted or think she needed at that time. I can so relate. So she had another woman sleep with her husband to get a child. Again, I know it sounds so extreme, but I am so guilty of doing what Sarah did by concocting my own plans for what I want or think needs to be done right at this moment. So like Sarah, my outcomes of my own plans usually aren't very good. Let's see what happened to Sarah after this, her plan took place. So, when Sarah knew that Hagar was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress. Then Sarah said to Abram, You are responsible for the wrong I am suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and now she knows she is pregnant. She despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Your slave is in your hands, Abram said. Do with her whatever you think best. Then Sarah mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. So what does it say? It says immediately Sarah seemed to regret what she had done, her plan of action and control. She took her feelings of regret and turned them into anger, lashing out at both her husband. She blamed her husband for her idea and Hagar. So it wasn't just Sarah who was hurt. She hurt other people as well. I think that's important um, for us to remember. I know that when I have taken control, I'm not just hurting myself. At times, I'm hurting others. And this is always what happens to me when I make a plan. I immediately regret it. Sometimes, I should say immediately. Other times, sometimes it's down the road. It's just hard to wait. We don't have to wait for long periods of time in our world for today. We get instant messaging, instant pictures, instant food, fast food. But at times we have to wait for the unknown, just like now. We don't know when our world is going to open back up again. We don't know when we're going to be able to not be scared to look at people in the grocery store or say hello or wear masks. We don't know when we're going to get back to normal. And we don't even know that our normal is going to look like normal when we're past COVID-19. But we do know, I know, that we have a choice to lean into God and be still and wait on Him. Learning new things during this time. Drawing closer to Him. Or... We can make our own plan and take actions ourselves. Ways we can fix things. Ways we can make life less uncomfortable right now because it is uncomfortable. But I love this quote from Alan Watts. Kindly let me help you or you will drown, said the monkey, putting the fish safely up in a tree. Especially as women, we want to fix things. We want to make things comfortable. But our plan and our control 
isn't always what is needed. In this case, the fish was going to die. God knows best. His timing is not ours. But it says in Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So we have a choice. I have a choice to wait and let God do his work, to prepare us or me for what lies ahead that we don't know, to lean into him and draw closer to him. That's what happens when we wait, when we wait for the Lord, when we be strong and let our hearts take courage as we wait for the Lord. I know, friends, it takes practice to be still. Our lives have been so busy and we haven't had that time to be still. Again, it feels uncomfortable. It feels strange. Like we ought to be doing something or fixing something. But we know the verse that says in Psalm 46, 10 through 11, be still and know I am God. We need to be still to be available for what God wants to teach us during this time. To wait and pray before we take action or try to fix someone or something. To make more easy life more easy or uncomfortable. Instead of waiting on God. <clears throat> Trusting Him in the broken, the unknown, the fear, and the burdens. For ourselves and for our loved ones. It is hard to not take control and to take over. This is a time not to fight and throw punches. Unless you are fighting to just be still. And I will tell you, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm fighting myself to be still. I just want to encourage you to listen, lean in, and know what it says in Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you while you keep still. Oh, Lord Jesus, take the wheel. Lord, we thank you that you are in control, that you are on your throne. Through this chaos, you are in control, and you are still King of kings and Lord of lords. Lord, it is hard right now. I know I want to just be comfortable. I want things to be normal. I want to know the unknown. But, Lord, you're saying be still. Learn from me. Lean into me. Trust me. Lord, help me and others to just trust in you during this time, to get to know you better, to know your grace and your love and your forgiveness, and that, again, you are in control. Hey, this is Valerie Barkley, and I'm so excited to announce to you that I will be starting a new podcast called Throwing Punches. This all came about when I was searching and thinking and praying about what word I was going to choose for 2020. I wanted something that would grow me and stretch me and help me to do the hard things, to change my pastor started reading through Jeremiah, and as I started reading through the chapters on my own, a verse stuck out to me, and it was Jeremiah 119. 
They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you and will rescue you. As soon as I read that verse, I knew that I had to choose the word fight. Sometimes I'm pretty good at throwing punches. Other times I just want to shrink back and I don't even want to enter the ring. But this year I'm going to lean into the Lord with his help and fight through whatever it may be. Lies that I believe about myself, busyness, Maybe it's any circumstance, any situation. Maybe it's with the family. I'm not sure, but I am choosing to fight this year. And I hope that you would join me in this journey. And listen to Throwing Punches with Valerie Barkley.